Welcome to Be By Design, a podcast about unlocking the inner code to the person you were designed to be. The code that you can apply to your way of being, your decision making, and your clarity about what you think and how you feel. Each week, we'll discuss a new level of human design and piece by piece uncover the person you were designed to be and the life you were designed to lead. Join me as we lay out the roadmap through life where you get to be your own hero. Buckle up for the ride of a lifetime to discover true understanding of the person you were meant to be. You get to be in control of your runaway Mustang whenever that happens, remembering you've always got the reins. I'm your host, Britia Kabechka. Let's ride. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Be By Design with Bertia. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, woo, girlfriend, this hair is crazy. But if you are on here listening to me, hello and welcome. Thank you for coming back for another episode. Today, I have a fun thing I want to talk about, um, and that is open centers. So last week we went into a little bit about what is human design, right? Like the, the one-on-one of it, the, the, the little bitty pieces of it. And today specifically, I want to talk about open centers. So um, if you didn't listen to, to last week, we talked a little bit about um, what areas kind of define human design and how we get all of this information. And part of that is um, when we look at your chart, you have the nine centers and they are either defined um, or undefined. And that is also like open or closed. So when we look at that, um, the gates are either colored in, like with a color, meaning that they're defined or they are white meaning they have no definition. So um, when we get a definition like that's that's two, two gates on a center that are connected and they connect that to another center, that's what gives it definition. So there's really a huge difference um, in the defined and undefined because when you have these gates or channels connected, um, it's indicating or showing that that it's energetically two centers are turned on and connected and running and they're consistent and they're reliable. So there's a huge difference again that um, when a center is undefined, because if you look at any of the one centers, you see that um, through all the different gates on that center, there are many ways in which energy can really be expressed by connecting to another channel by connecting through another channel to another center. So there's lots of different ways we can express if that center is open versus having that channel, having that connection that is consistent through you. So we are gonna talk, jumping right into it, right? Let's just get down to business. Um, but we are gonna talk about these open centers and the behaviors strategies, all the things that are kind of associated and come with the open center. So when we look at these centers, if you have any that are white, um, if you happen to be a reflector, there's going to be all white. <laughs> That's what reflectors are. They reflect the people that are around them. 
Um, I am a projector. If you don't know, I'm a 4-6 splenic projector. And I am also very open. I have three defined out of the nine. So that means, what, six? <laughs> I can do math. I have a bachelor's degree. Um, so six of them are undefined. Um, and my husband is also pretty open. And my kids are both pretty well defined. But there are predictable behavior patterns and coping strategies that are associated with each open center, okay? So these are the like low expressions of those energies, if you will. The brief description and advice that I'm gonna give you today can help you really express the higher qualities and gain some wisdom, okay, of these energies while avoiding the potential excuse me, potential pain and any dis-ease associated with them. And if you follow me or know much about me, I talk a lot about the dis-ease and how that actually not only shows up within our human design, but how that also shows up and manifests in our physical body. So when we are able to look at these centers, specifically your open centers, your undefined centers, um, we're able to see where like some healing can happen, right? Or some, some behavior patterns that you've adapted or some coping strategies that you've taken on over the years. So um, when the center is undefined, it really has the potential from time to time to be expressed, like we said, through any of the channels leading from that center to another center. So any undefined center really has a lot of flexibility that defined centers do not. And the potentials for an undefined center are really endless. Like there's so much power within these undefined centers. And that's what I want to bring light to today. Because um, for me, when I learned about my human design, when I learned about human design, there was more power in the open centers. I feel like there was more learning for me to happen through my open centers than there was for the defined centers. And I kind of say that loosely because I learned a lot about knowing my defined centers as well, but there's so much, um, there's so much that we can learn and let go of when we, when we learn about these open undefined centers. So, um, there's never a situation like it's not good or bad. Okay. There's never a, it's better if it's open or closed. It's not, it's not good or bad. It's not better or worse. It just is what it is. And you get to learn that about yourself. And that's where, that's what's so magical. Everything is perfectly as it should be. You are made perfectly as you should be. We just now have the tools and we now have the space and wisdom to, to learn about that, to learn about how you were made and how your, how your design is. And you're now given the opportunity to kind of have this personal realization about how things work in your life and how things were created to, you know, work in your life. And you get to now like adapt um, and find ways to appreciate your uniqueness and to appreciate that this is how you were created. So let's honor it and let's lean into it and um, find that self-awareness and that self-appreciation. And that's really what I'm here. That's what this podcast is about. It's what this channel is about to really, um, provide that outlet or provide that channel for you, if you will. Um, and with that self-acceptance comes self-love, right? And through self-love, um, we're able to love others differently. 
and our world just takes on a completely different form. And that is what we need more than anything right now is, is more self-love in order to change the outside world because <sighs> we all know that the outside world needs a lot of help right now. So when we're feeling empowered, when we're feeling loved, when we're feeling ourselves, it empowers you to, to be more inclusive and, and be more comfortable, more confident with yourself in turn, that changes the world around you, right? So undefined centers, because of their potential flexibility, are subject to input from other people around you um, whose centers are defined, and they kind of operate in a fixed manner. They operate in a fixed way. So the person with the undefined center finds themselves kind of acclimating or molding, you know, to those people, to the expression of other people's defined centers and the potential for the person with the undefined center to start living out an expression of that center according to somebody else's design or like even if it was the way they were raised in childhood you know like this um adoption of other people's characteristics is what I like to call conditioning or what we call conditioning. And we start living our life according to other people's ways of being. And we start living our life according to ways we were conditioned or told um, of how we should be or how we should act. Or that's because the way your mom and dad did it, or that's the way their grandparents did it. And that's um, so conditioning is not always problematic, right? Like there's some things that we're conditioned into and, and they're good things. But it can be seen as unhealthy. Um, even sometimes, like I said, I like to attach these two things, sometimes leading even to physical illness in undefined centers involved because it depends on how you relate to that conditioning. If it's trauma, trauma likes to manifest in the physical sense. So to avoid this excess or problematic conditioning, we have to remember with these open centers that there is flexibility and with flexibility comes versatility, right? And it becomes a gift that you can now with that versatility, with that versatility comes the wisdom and the gifts that you get to now um, look into, right? You get to have an option, a choice of conditioning or wisdom and conditioning involves taking on someone else's design as your own of, of not knowing this, but you're here today. Um, you're looking into human design or you're aware of human design and you now have the choice to take that wisdom. Um, and which comes from, you know, remaining clear from anyone else's design and learning your own and you get to take that with you today. So look at your chart. We're going to start understanding your open centers, which is going to help you be happier, more balanced, and more resilient in your life. Because when we're when you know your open centers and the centers of others around you, um, there's going to be an interaction that is going to interaction is going to happen more effectively. You're able to communicate better. So check your chart. Check the charts of your friends and family and those you're closest to. Um, and remember that only the white in your chart is open for you, undefined. So I'm going to give a few things, some advice, some ways you can lean into this. And let me know. And, you know, 
jump in my Facebook group, Be By Design with Bertia. I want to hear from you guys because, again, this this podcast, this channel is about having connection, and I want it to be two-way conversation. So hop in the Facebook group. Follow me on Instagram at Bertia K. I want to hear from you. Are your centers open? Which centers do you have open? And how is this landing for you? So we're going to start with the head center, which is the top triangle at the very top of your chart. And this is the center for inspiration and ideas. This is one of the pressure centers that we have in our body. And um, and if you have an open head, okay, you take in and amplify ideas and inspirations and big questions from those who have defined or colored in head centers around you. Um, so you may feel scattered or overwhelmed. Um, you may feel under pressure to figure out how to implement all of these ideas. Um, and then you, in order to turn this into that wisdom, right? So use your strategy. Look at if you're a generator, a managen, a projector, or a reflector, or a manifester. Look at your strategy to choose which ideas and inspirations are correct for you to pursue. So use your strategy, use your authority. Be selective when you help, when being selective will help you develop wisdom about what is really inspiring and what is worth pursuing. And it's gonna help you really avoid the frustration and stress of pursuing ideas that don't really belong to you. So I got caught here for a long time in the coaching world and the coaching industry of following people and thinking I had to do things exactly the way that they did it. I would get inspired or I would see that they were doing things a particular way. And I would think that that was the way that I had to do it. In reality, I wasn't built like them at all. And none of that worked out for me. So staying away from ideas and inspirations that don't belong to you. So the Ajna Center is the next triangle down. This is the center for concrete thinking. Um, this is analysis, data storage. So it's like the head um, or crown center like kind of brings in the information and then the Ajna or mind center really like takes all that information and like computerizes it and tries to figure out where it's going, what it is, how it analyzes all of it. Um, so if you have this center open, you really have unlimited ways to think about and analyze situations and information. So you get to be really open versus um, like having, having it happen a certain way every time. So you're open-minded by design, but not designed for lots of data storage. So I like to say like you can be absent-minded and open-minded at the same time. Like you can have difficulty making decisions or being certain about things. Um, I can be quite forgetful because <laughs> I feel like my data storage just doesn't always work for me properly. Um, so, but uh, making it about making decisions can be hard for you. That's where I would tell you to really tap into your strategy um, and your authority and know your best ways of making decisions. So also with this center open, um, Recognize that your gift is really to see and analyze many different perspectives about any situations. Like you're really able to see the forest for the trees, right? So don't seek any certainty. Like your your job here is to stay fluid. 
Um, so make lists to help you remember things and use, like I said, use your strategy, use your authority to help make decisions and avoid that overwhelm. So I'll be talking about this a lot later on, but um, I actually do a bullet journal, which helps me remember all the things. And uh, like I said, I'll be talking about that later on, but use a journal or take notes. You may find that helpful if you have an open Ajna center. Moving on to the throat center. So this is the top square at the throat level, just below the Ajna. And this is the center for communication, energy, and manifestation of ideas into former action. So all of these centers really seek um, an outlet through the throat center. Um, and if you have an open throat, you are able to really amplify communication energy and can modulate your voice and delivery to best suit your audience. So you're a little more malleable, malleable um, when it comes to communication. Um, you're probably not going to ever say the same thing exactly the same way every time. So um, you need attention and recognition from others to access and manifest the other energies in your chart. Um, especially as a projector, <laughs> if your projector's out there, you need that attention and you need that recognition in order to get that stuff out, um, in order to access and manifest those energies, right? So you can have um, difficulty feeling heard and maybe extremely talkative or extremely quiet or a combination of both extremes, um, just depending on who you're around and, and how comfortable you feel in those situations. So some people may think that I am talkative. When I'm around the right people, I am. And I could talk about things. You start getting me talking about barrel racing or horses or human design or things that I'm very passionate about. Um, if you open up that channel for me, it's going to flow out. It's going to flow out. Um, but I'm also very reserved. I'm very quiet. I'm very to myself in other situations. So it just depends on, on the people that you're around and how, how that manifests for you. So some advice here is to really recognize your genuine need for attention and seek it in appropriate ways. Like sometimes we may blurt things out or we may, especially as projector, um, you may give advice that's not necessarily wanted or needed. And then when we don't feel heard, we don't feel seen, it turns into a lot of bitterness. So that's for projectors. I'm speaking from a little bit of self there. Uh, so <laughs> wait for the right opportunities to speak and don't push your throat energy. Like don't push your opinions, advice, criticism, demands, like don't push it at others without first being kind of asked or recognized or um, invited projectors and in, invitation invited into that conversation because um, our our throat center our throat center is connected to um, or our energy affects metabolism through the thyroid gland and it also can affect like um, thyroid gland does a lot of our hormone stuff and and really has huge huge effects on the rest of our body more on that, um, go to my Instagram and you can actually get the throat center part of the atrium where we talk about this in complete depth. But um, yeah, more on that. I'll tell you that at the end too. So the next one is the identity center or G center or self center. 
Um, this is a diamond shape in the middle of the chart, and this is the center for sense of self. This is direction in life. This is love. This is the compass to who you are and your purpose. So if this center is open, you really have this um, mutable sense of self. Like it changes according to whom you're with um, because you really are able to take in and amplify others' identities. So you're here to receive love and to know others deeply. And you may, you may feel kind of like you may be or notice that you're a chameleon. Like you can fit in with different groups because you're able to kind of change and you're able to adapt into those groups. So you might feel like you have an unclear direction or maybe multiple directions in life. So the advice here is to really let go of trying to know or define yourself. Like you may never know exactly that one thing because there might not be one thing. Just enjoy the flexible nature of your identity and, and your direction in life of where you are right now. That's what you need to focus on. Um, also like only you have to be very specific and you have to set boundaries about the people that you're with, um, only be with people and in places that truly feel good to you and be reassured about your lovability and support your self esteem and avoid the pressure to really find yourself like that. Who are you question kind of avoid that because you are who you are right now. Um, and you are who you are tomorrow. Like you're exactly where you're supposed to be. You're never going to find that one thing, that one purpose, but focus on self-love, focus on your self-esteem um, and, and giving to yourself and being kind to yourself and gentle to yourself. The next one is the heart center or the will center. Um, this is the small triangle below the right of the identity center, also heart ego center. Um, this center is willpower energy. This is kind of the business side, material views, really like generating and managing physical resources. It's a willpower center. It's a motor center. Um, if this center is open, you really don't have consistent willpower. So it's hard for you to force yourself to do things that you aren't really compelled to do. You may also have trouble kind of correctly valuing things um, or people, things in your life and yourself. So don't make promises, okay? Don't make promises you can't keep because you don't always have the willpower. You don't always have access to the willpower to ensure that you honor them. Be willing to go with the flow. Use your strategy and your authority to correctly enter commitments. Um, practice valuing yourself and others and ensure that you charge an appropriate rate for your time or services, right? Like, don't push things, um, don't undervalue yourself, and don't push with willpower that you don't have because you're going to burn out and you're going to exhaust yourself. Um, if this center is open, you also need time for rest. So kick your feet up and rest. Um, solar plexus center. So the lower right triangle, kind of below the heart, is your emotional energy. This is the, the waves of emotions. And this is open for me, and this was a big one for me. So you are able to really take in and amplify the emotional energy of defined solar plexus people around you. So you are going to feel their emotions, their emotions more intensely than they even feel them. 
So you typically want to keep everyone happy and you don't want to rock the boat. Um, maybe you are not one who enjoys confrontation <laughs> because we are able to feel energy much more intensely than people with that center defined because it doesn't belong to us. So I like to say that like, if you like, you're able to feel what other people feel. Like if you're in a stadium and your team wins, like you're going to feel in your body how exciting that is, even though it's not you doing it. Like I tear up when people win competitions on TV because I'm like, I can feel I'm so excited for them. <laughs> it's weird. I know. Does anyone else do that? I don't know. Let me know. I'm not alone. So really recognize that the emotional highs and lows you feel are not yours and let them go. Like Elsa, please just let it go. Let it go. All right, I won't sing to you. Learn to speak your truth without fear of emotional reactions from other people. Okay, so play with, experiment with the full range of human emotions just flowing through you. Okay, like it comes in, it goes out. And then be selective about the ones you choose to experience. So this also helps to avoid emotional overwhelm, which can completely fry your circuits and send you into like outer space of emotions and anxiety and all the things, depression. So you need alone time to discharge emotional energy from other people. You need time to clear that shit out. This open center can be associated with depression, diabetes, emotional eating, and weight issues. Yeah, all the things. Because if you hold on to shit that you ain't built to hold on to, it's going to get you. All right. Moving on to the sacral center, which is the square below the diamond-shaped identity center. And this is the center for workforce and life force energy. Generators, manigens, I'm talking to you. Everyone else, <laughs> this is going to be open. So manigens and generators, you're the only ones with this sacral energy. Okay, everyone else, uh, reflectors, obviously, projectors, manifestors, probably don't have, do not have sacral defined. So you do not have sustainable energy. So don't try to keep up with the many gens and generators. <laughs> don't do it because you can take in and amplify their sacral energy. So you can work harder than any of them, but only for short periods of time. You cannot continuously keep up with them because then you need time to rest and recover. So I am a projector who tried to act like a generator manager in my whole life because both my mom and my sister are generators and I can't keep up. I just can't. So avoid jobs that demand sustained physical energy um, and long-term commitments. Take naps when you're tired. Okay. Manage your energy. You're more of a sprinter, not a marathon runner. Okay. So it's correct for you to have like you or no children as I have a Manny Jen and generator children and they're crazy all the time, all the time. So recognize and my husband and I are manifester and projector. We do not have the energy. <laughs> so recognize that sometimes you don't know when enough is enough and learn when to stop. It's better to avoid burnout than to have to recover from it. Um, your root center this is the bottom square. This is the center for adrenaline energy, also a pressure center. 
So if it's open, you feel pressure, which is often going to be self-imposed to get things done. Okay. And you have trouble really relaxing if your to-do list is still long, which it always is long because we're adults and adulting sucks sometimes. So we always have things to do. Um, you amplify adrenaline energy from defined root centers, which helps you be productive, but possibly at the expense or quality uh, or thoroughness. So you're maybe pressured to get things done. It's just probably not going to get done the right way or thorough because you don't have, you don't have the energy. You don't have the adrenaline. Um, so recognize that the pressure you're feeling is just energy and choose to relax and be free. Like with this center open, people are just kind of designed with it open to, to be float along, like to be free and not feel pressure and free spirits, right? Um, so relax, even when everything on your list has not been done, it's okay. Use other people's adrenaline energy wisely to get things done and consciously release the pressure that you feel so that you can operate without that excessive pressure and stress. Because even the self-imposed pressure causes very real stress, okay? And that has major effects on your body and mind, including adrenal burnout and anxiety disorders. And those are both really hard to come back from if you get there. The last one is the spleen center. So it, this is the lower left triangle. And this is the center for intuition, survival, time consciousness, and the immune system. If you have an open spleen, you are intuitive, but you receive that energy in inconsistent ways. So you're likely to be time challenged, maybe chronically late, letting time kind of get away from you. Um, and you are sensitive to slight changes and symptoms from your immune system. You're also going to be sensitive to some drugs or, you know, like prescriptions and whatnot. Um, and you may have a level of anxiety or feel paralyzed by various fears and probably have issues knowing when to let things go. That's because you're receiving fears from other people. You're receiving that energy from other people. It doesn't belong to you and your body doesn't know what to do with it. So learn to trust your intuition and pay attention to signals from your immune system. If you feel like you're getting sick, you're probably getting sick and you need to do something you need to rest. Develop systems that keep you on time, set reminders for things, um, and learn to let go of things that no longer serve you, including clutter, relationships, emotions, grudges. Recognize that you're sensitive to others and may even be medically empathetic. So push through those splenic fears that really are keeping you stuck. Um, also, I did a whole spiel about this today on my IGTV. So if you're listening to this, you can go watch that. But about the immune system and the splenic center and how important it is, whether, you're, whether your spleen is defined or undefined, um, how important it is that we are doing the right things to support our immune system, especially right now in these times, um, you know, with the, the C word going around and really paying attention to being in alignment with our spleen and our intuition and our instincts. And our bodies really just wants to heal. It wants to live happy in homeostasis, right? 
So uh, make sure you're doing everything to stay in alignment. And I hope you take these centers, whatever centers are open, really lean into it and, and live your life with that fluidity that has been given to you in your design. So thank you for joining me this week on Be By Design. Um, that was a lot of good information today. Make sure you visit my website, bertiak.com, where you can subscribe to the show in all platforms that host podcasts. My podcast is everywhere. You can follow me on, um, on YouTube. This is here on YouTube. And if you found some value in this show today, I would appreciate a rating. Um, give me some, some hearts, some thumbs up, whatever it is. Um, and tell a friend about the show. Tag me on Instagram, Bertia K. Um, I would love to hear from you. I want to see your faces. Um, so again, if you like the show, join us on Facebook where we can have conversations and check out the link to get your human chart designed today. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. See y'all later.